Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Luann, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to have the Countess on my show today. How are you, Luann? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm just keeping busy and got a lot going on. And, you know, we're still, you know, finishing up season 12, believe it or not. And uh, going to be doing the reunion soon. So it's going to be a zoom reunion. Uh, no, it's going to be actually the first of the franchises to meet in person. Yay. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's kind of been out there, so I think it was in page six or whatever. So. I'm so happy. I Though I came in negative to uh, most of the Zoom reunions, somehow Bravo did manage to still make them, make them juicy. But you look great and you've been looking great. I mean, forever, but this season, uh. especially... <laughs> Like, how do you, Thank you. how, like, how do you look so great? How do I keep off the COVID weight? Well, <laughs> is it, was it the not drinking that helped at all? Or is that bullshit? Listen, I, no, 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 I, I, I don't, I haven't been drinking. So that I think helps a lot. I think if I had been drinking, I'd be drinking a lot. <laughs> so, so I'm glad, glad I'm not, you know, that and just keeping active, you know, I've been playing tennis and walking on the beach and eating healthy and, you know, basically just keeping busy and trying not to eat too many pieces of cake. Wait, so you're not in Kingston anymore at all? That house is not. No, well, no, I'm I'm in the Hamptons. I um, I'm actually selling my house upstate. Mm. I just never get up there, and especially with what's going on now, you know, my kids are in the Hamptons. Mm. So between the Hamptons and the city, my dance card is kind of full. Right. So I want to get out of New York and are looking for homes outside of the city. So. I thought the timing was perfect to put on the market. So, so you're you said you're much less in New York since since like COVID started and stuff. Well, yeah, you know, I'm you know I'm very lucky to have a place by the beach in the Hamptons, so I prefer to be here in outdoors and you know doing stuff and you know in in the country and being with my children right. and cooking and seeing you know close friends and just keeping it tight and small. Right. So were you over the city a little bit before even because you got the house upstate? Oh, years ago. Years ago. So you've been kind of. Yeah, it's been almost years. So you're kind of slowly but surely inching away from the city. Well, you know, listen, the city is a very special place. Um, You know, I always plan on being in the city. So I still have an apartment and keep my 
keep it pied a terre, you know, because the city is great and it'll come back. And right. I'm looking forward to that day. You are. Okay. Okay, good. I got, I got nervous for a oh, second. Sure. I mean, listen, I, you know, I, I had my cabaret show tour that's been put on hiatus and New York is so great for theater and um, for live sports and just fabulous restaurants. And, you know, it's going to be a minute, but I am looking forward to that coming back. I mean, there's no place like New York. So you never invited the girls to your Hamptons home, right? Oh, yeah. They've been to my Hamptons home. They actually, we filmed here in my Hamptons home. We just didn't see it because the focus was on Ramona's slumber party. Okay, we need to talk. I, okay, maybe you can't tell, (laughs) but I'm nine months pregnant. And Oh my gosh, congratulations. (laughs) And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I don't know if my blood pressure is higher and like my level of nerves is higher because of that. And we should blame the hormones or if like Ramona is driving me insane. It's like unhealthy for me to watch Roni right now because that's how I felt. I watched the last episode and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't even deal with it. But I want to go back before that because... I've been, you know, talking about housewives uh, in the New York. I'm very like, it's because I'm from New York. So I'm like obsessed with New York. I don't watch like every single housewife franchise, but New York has been like my baby throughout the whole thing. And I've never seen, I feel like this season is like, Uh something's happening. Not with you. You're like, you're so (laughs) amazing. And, and, and I don't know how you do it because I've talked about this before with you. Like somehow your tolerance for bullshit is like high and and you are very forgiving. And even though you've gotten shit face, like you handle your liquor really well. So like aside from. Yeah, well, I've been doing, I've been doing the show for 12 years. So I think you've, you've maybe seen me twice when I, you know, I grew up with a big family, you know, six brothers and sisters. So you kind of have to learn to walk the tightrope, which is, you know, don't lean too much to the left. Don't lean too much to the right. Just straight and stay focused. So with the girls, I call them like my housewives, you know, discombobulated family. And, you know, there's a lot of personalities. There's a lot of, you know, different types of characters. And I try to navigate the best I can. It's not easy because, you know, women are women. And But, and those women are, I mean, but Luann, you took, I mean, Bethany's gone, but you took so much shit from Bethany. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still like nice to her most of the time. And she was she was harsh on you. Like, I remember, you know, the Berserkshires, the same exact thing happening. But with Bethany going, I mean, yeah. Bethany went nuts on you. Right. For no reason. Almost it looked like she was having a mental breakdown. Like what? How do you explain? Yeah. Well, she's had a couple of mental breakdowns on the show. <laughs> Miami. Uh, right. Her. Right. Yeah. And- Kind of look at her like a uh, girlfriend, you need to get laid. I mean, there's it's you got a problem, not me. So, how do you do that? Can you you need to teach like the world how do you let it <laughs> roll off your back where you're like, it's you, it ain't me, right? Well, you know, I think through all these years, you know, you have to have kind of a, a thick skin and know that what's coming out of her mouth doesn't necessarily reflect on who you are. I think you know, she had issues, obviously that she wasn't dealing with and she kind of took it out on me. And, you know, when she gets like that, I'm like, well, I mean, look at the way you're behaving right now. I mean, can't you just talk normally? And, and so, you know, I don't, I try not to let it get to me because I don't, you know, I try not to take it personal because it's not, the problem isn't 
necessarily me. I think the problem is her. So right. that's the way I tend to look at things because, you know, certainly when it's something that I need to take a look at, you know, I do. But in a lot of cases, it's like, where's this coming from? So a lot of times in life when we're close to people, if you're married and, and it's your husband or if it's your partner or whatever, and or if it's your best friend, you take your shit out on, on the people you're cl- closest with. But like, I feel like, were you ever that close with Bethany, for example, for her to allow herself to take her shit out on you? Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe she felt like she could and was close enough to me to do that. But I'm not her punching bag. And yeah. you know, and I think it's a reflection again of her problems, not not mine. So No, that's amazing. So how did you, did you ever, how did you feel about her not coming back on the show? Was it like... I don't care. Was it? Well, listen, I think, you know, I think that going back to your, your question about her taking stuff out of me, you know, I think that there's certain people you get up for in the morning, certain people you get dressed up for certain people that you make an effort for. And I think that she had a heart on for me. (laughs) Wait, in a, in a, in like she was into you? No, no, no. Meaning, (laughs) meaning who else is she going to verbally spar with? Right. I mean, who can stand there and like say and oh, take no. it? Right. That's still. I mean, I mean, I know that I can't compare myself to to people, and but but it just see it just was a lot of times. So I mean, I think most of the time because it was never something personal between you and her. Like mm-hmm. she betrayed you, you betrayed her. She was just had it kind of kind of out for you, or that's right. That's right, and um, with no good reason. It's like, and I look at her and I'm like, well, you know, you need to get laid or, you know, I always kind of tried to make it funny because yeah. it was so ridiculous. I tried to make light of it. Like, don't take your shit out on me. It's not my problem. Right. But, you know, listen, now there's so much more room for the women to breathe. You can see, you know, get to know the other housewives better. I think she took up a lot of oxygen in the room. And I think a lot of people are relieved that she's not on the show. Okay, guys, today I'm here to talk about one of my favorite things, self-care. You know, I love myself. I hope you love yourselves. And it's one of the most important things. You hear it everywhere. A lot of people talk about the fitness aspect of it, the wellness aspect, the nutrition aspect. But you know what people don't talk about enough is the freaking sex aspect of self-care. So especially since freaking quarantine times, which has been since... I don't know, 1974, we've been staying in with our partners and everyone's getting down and dirty in the bedroom. And that's where Woo comes in to help and enhance your sex life, especially since you've probably been doing it more staying in and quarantine times, let me tell you. So Woo More Play is the all natural sexual wellness brand that takes your sex life to the next level. They got you covered from start to finish with their coconut love oil, freshies, and now they even have quickies, which is just a smaller version of their coconut love oil. So you can take your better sex life on the go, even if it's only to the living room or kitchen. My favorite are their freshies towelettes before sex or even after because they're made with coconut water and they smell amazing. So I always feel confident down there. You know what I mean? It's just you want to make sure that 
you're sanitized, that you feel well, that you're clean and fresh either before or after sex. And it's even an easy way to clean your hands when after you get groceries. I also want to tell you guys about the Woo Coconut Love Oil. It's made with organic coconut oil and you can use it for everything, for massages. It's edible if you want to get really down and dirty. And because it's made from freaking coconut oil, you can put it anywhere. You know what I mean? It tastes like a freaking vanilla cupcake. I highly, highly recommend testing that one out for yourself. And the Woo Quickies are a game changer because it's the love oil just in smaller pre-portioned packs so you can take them on the go. So you guys head over to WooMorePlay.com. That's W-O-O -O moreplay.com slash discount slash not skinny for 20% off your order of woo of any of those products, all of the products. You can also just use code not skinny at checkout for 20% off woo more play to start spicing it up today. Okay, you guys, that's 20% off with code not skinny. Trust me, you'll keep coming back for more. You guys, woo, woohoo. Okay it's so weird because with a lot of these reality shows and with uh houses of new york too it's like you know one of the main characters leaves and you're like how can it continue and then it does and right. people don't even i mean which is like kind of can be a scary thought sometimes because you think like oh i'm so important if i leave everyone's gonna stop watching the show or cry but it's like shit moves on and this season Listen, I don't remember if it was last season, but I remember that there were seasons that were a little bit slower with like what's going on this season. Every episode is like is great. Yeah, it's great. Right. Well, that's a perfect example. You know, we're having the best season ever. And I think people thought, oh, it won't be good, you know, without her. But on the contrary, I think it's the best season yet because we get to see a lot more of each of the housewives and their personalities and more of their story because you know, Bethany ate up a lot of the room. So, but do you think there's more like competition? Cause at the beginning, I don't think I feel like this anymore with like the last three episodes, but at the beginning I was wondering if there was some sort of like maybe internal and not like maybe subconscious, like that the women were kind of acting like who's going to kind of take over now. You know what I mean? Like who's going to be the main B? Did right. it feel like that at all? Like when you started filming without um, Bethany, like if anyone was trying to like. No, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way at all. I mean, I don't think the season says that at all either. Like one person trying to vie for yeah. power or anything like that. And I think Leah makes a great addition to the cast. I don't oh, think so great. not a replacement for Bethany at all. Yeah. But she is, uh, adds a different dimension to the, to the cast. And, and I think, you know, it's a hard group to walk in. Too, and I think she's yeah. around. You know, she's a mother. She's you know a tough New Yorker. You know, she was a great addition. You know, and I I liked her as soon as she came into the show. I was you know I could totally vibe with her. Instinctually got along with her, and, and and you know to this day, you know, I'm just I think she's great. So how do you? So how are you? Since we're talking about Leah, <clears throat> do you in this last episode? A lot of people really took what Dorinda said to to Leah, which was. She was trying to talk about why Ramona probably doesn't like her or is, is clashing with her so much. And Dorinda said to, to Leah, 
you have the one thing that she can have, which is youth. And a lot of people. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's to rhythm. <laughs> that wait, you know what they say in like Jewish culture? It's what? like if someone she'll she'll have a long life. Like if if because we're just talking about her and she yeah. called, so long life for her. Yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> so a lot of people got really into what Dorinda said to to Leah, which was Ramona has this issue with you because you have the one thing she can't have by mm. or whatever, and it's it's your youth. Mm. Did you like relate to that at all? Like, did you feel like she hit the nail in the head? It's funny. I I don't know if I mean that's the way Dorinda thinks about it. I mean, I didn't relate to that. I mean, I didn't think that was Ramona's thing with her. I just I just think Ramona thinks that she's she's newbie. She's young. She needs you know Ramonaisms. She needs guidance as the fairy godmother of some sort because she had issues with her mother. So. I feel like she's been supportive for Lee and on the other side, uh, just judging her very harshly because I think she thinks she's misbehaved or doesn't act with class. And I think it's so funny because if you watch Sonia at that party who got crazy and was stomping on tables and broke glass and, you know, she doesn't seem to have a problem with that. But if Leah like raises up her skirt too high to, you know, have some fun. Yeah. Ramona goes after her. So I think she judges her more harshly because she feels like kind of, you know, mothering in a way, like you shouldn't behave that way kind of thing. You think she's not just like being jealous that she's like a new addition? I don't know if it's jealousy. It's some, it's so funny because when she said that, I, I didn't see that, but everybody has their opinion. Yeah. I can't explain it either. Because if it's like just the young thing, because Ramona doesn't seem to lack confidence on one hand, but on the mm-hmm. other hand, Luann, and it's so sweet that you're like defend, kind of defending her in a way. She's never supported you, really, I feel like, with the cabaret. Like, I feel like... Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, but you're talking about Lee and you're talking about me. Those are two different things. I've been going around and around with Ramona for years. Right. And so, you know, Ramona uh, can be supportive and then she cannot be supportive. So I feel like this season she feigns support and then all of a sudden it's like she doesn't show up and you'll see that coming coming up in the episodes to come where she is not there for me again and so you know what I always think oh maybe she is turning an over a new leaf yeah. and then it's like no same leaf <laughs> again I don't know how you deal with it because I you know just talking about it brings flashbacks to you know talking about when she talks about the cabaret and and mm-hmm. and when they came to your Halloween show and uh, uh right. couldn't wait all those right. things just to me screamed like these aren't supportive friends. Right. Right. At all. No, you know, I think that I think that nobody expected, including myself, I would have such a success with the cabaret career. And, you know, and I think some some are more supportive than others of that. Who's more supportive, though? Like who's who do you feel like actually I think every woman can relate to this in her life. Like they're friends that you feel are genuinely happy for you and things. And they're friends that you feel like can't be sometimes. And and sometimes it's acceptable. You're like, okay, you know, this friend doesn't have kids. And so she can't really be into, you know, my kids or whatever. But but is there anyone in the group who you feel like you'll share good news, your success, whatever? And they'll be like actually in their hearts. 100% 100% happy for you. Well, I felt like, um, I felt like, hmm, let's see. 
felt like, well, definitely, definitely Leah, um, who's oh, new to good. the cast. Yes. Yeah. Leah's great like that. Tinsley was good like that as well. True. And I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Wait, because even Dorinda, like you guys had a really, really strong friendship throughout the seasons. And then we know what happened. Giovanni happened. Giovanni, which like, <laughs> I feel like I missed that. Like I'm, I watch all the episodes, obviously, but I feel like it was such a bigger deal in retrospect than it was like in that. Like, does anybody even remember the moment? Like it was so small and it became so big. Right. Well, you know, if I had known there were so many string to, strings attached to Giovanni, I probably <laughs> would have never gone down that road. Wait, what was it, Luann? She gave you a dress from... Can you remind me what the Giovanni thing was? Oh, well, where she comes to... She introduced me to them and then the clothes look great on me and I wear them in my cabaret show. And then she's like cackling from the audience and basically, you know, heckling. She was cackling. She was heckling. Yeah. And, and you know, and just when I thought she was over it, it, you know, in the beginning of the season, she plays the song. She has uh, Chelsea Piers come and, and do a little performance to feeling Giovanni. And I'm like, oh, you know, finally, you know, she's gotten over it, but it comes up and it, it bears its ugly head once again. So she introduced you to a designer, basically. That's what it right. comes down to. Right. But there's, I could wear it. Many different designers. And the, I mean, the designer should be the one thanking her. You know what I mean? For right. the for the connection. Right, exactly. So that's crazy. I feel like probably not the only one that needed that refresher because we've heard so much about it, but it's like, right. what was that about? Yeah. So speaking yeah. of Giovanni and, and Dorinda, again, you guys had such a special friendship and Dorinda, I feel like, isn't having her best season for herself. It maybe is getting a little bit better because now Ramona's kind of has the 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 light of like what's going on with you shining on her. But Dorinda feels like she's going through something. And in past seasons, she seemed even though she had the clip and she would get angry and and you guys had your drama after after jail and rehab. But why? What do you think her her issue is with you that she, her anger comes up toward mm-hmm. you? Like again, nothing you did. Like you didn't do anything to Dorinda. Right. You didn't betray her. You didn't talk shit about her. You did not call her on her birthday. Right. <laughs> why Why do you think she has pent up anger that in the in the Berkshires? Um, oh, I mean, I think she just, you know, keeps on falling back on that. It's kind of like her, her ammunition that it, she keeps kind of stored in her back pocket and kind of uses and gaslights me with, you know? It's like, why would you do that to another woman? Why would you try to make her feel bad about herself to make yourself feel better? You know, and so, you know, that that comes up again throughout the season. So so you'll see it, it, it is an issue. And wait, Giovanni, we're still mad about Giovanni. Well, Giovanni and, you know, and she uses like, I'm not the one with the mug shot like she did in Cartagena. So she keeps on bringing that up. It's kind of like ammo that she has to use against me when she needs, you know, when she needs to get, you know, to to make me feel bad about myself for some reason. I don't know. It just, it's, it's, it's really sad because it's a reflection really of, of herself, not really of, of me. Right. So at the, at the Berkshires, you went, the, the issue with Sonia came up that you asked her to be on your show and she was kind of telling the girls that she's not being paid enough or didn't get paid or whatever. 
And then everyone kind of defended Sonia, like, poor Sonia. Poor Sonia, (laughs) poor Sonia. Listen, you know, and I say it, I, listen, I, I could have handled the situation better and explained it better, but I drank too much, to be perfectly honest. And when I see that, I go, oh God. You seemed like very, that's the thing, your drunkenness is not sloppy. No. But it came out like you were, like you were in like a telenovela, (laughs) (laughs) like, I am out of here. Like, again, you're so coherent still. So it's like opposite of sloppy, but it was very like, I think tell it just, it was like very dramatic and and serious. Yeah. Because, you know, I was, I was upset with her because, you know, if you're going to complain about being in my show, then don't be in my show. You know what I mean? Either you're in your, it's like when you make an appearance, right? You go on Andy Cohen, you're not going to complain because he doesn't pay you. Right. Because nobody gets paid to be on watch what happens. Like nobody gets paid. What she doesn't understand is that, Broadway actors are all on a, how do you call a uh, favored nation scale. So when I first started my show, for example, with Sonia in it, I wasn't making any money. I had a director who was hiring talent. I was not even involved in the process of who's getting paid what and, you know, all of that. So that's what I wasn't able to say because I was not in the right state of mind. But that's, that's the case. And, you know, if you saw Watch What Happens Live, Michelle Buteau was on. And she's been in my show and Andy asked her, you know, what do you think about Sonia getting paid $200 or whatever? And Michelle Buteau was like, she got paid too much. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. When when I was watching it, I was like, I would rather come on as your friend than even you pay me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and again, like you said, and, and uh, for more context, like it's publicity for her. You know what I mean? It's like it's a stage again, for her. And again, if she doesn't want to be there, then you should just say that, you know, and don't yeah. this what I pay you. I mean, that just makes it look cheap. And yeah. my show is far from cheap. You know, my my show is, you know, it's a it's become a big, you know, tour with Live Nation. And I couldn't be prouder of it. And I hate the way she makes it sound cheap because it's not. So you wanted to have her on because like you think she's like the funniest of the group and that she's no, I just you know what? You know, she um she's fun and we always have a good time together and, you yeah. know, I always like to include her if I can. And, you know, but you know, if you're going to act like that, then yeah. not and it's so funny because it's like, then Ramona is like talking out of her ass. Like, I don't know. She should pay you like, I don't know, like $10,000. She has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know Ramona is not a business woman. Yeah. So it was just like, okay. But, so with Sonia, because we were talking before about friends being happy for friends and supporting friends. And I have mm-hmm. to say that with Sonia, it feels almost like some of the women can be happy for her, support her, are there for her at her low moments because she's having a lot of low moments. Do you get that's yeah. what it seems like. It seems yes. like you're on the bottom. You're doing kind of not so great right now. Uh, then we can be like, oh, you're so great, Sonia. Yeah. Oh, like we love but you. But when you're up, they love to rip you down. Is that how it feels like to you too? Because because it was such a, she's nodding, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> about it and helpful to me, et cetera. And then the minute I was up and talking about my cabaret and being proud of it, then she decided to rip me down. So Because if you guys also remember, like Bethany supposedly was, was a, there for you after after what happened in in Florida yeah, she was there until she wasn't and then it was like you know um i became too big for my britches which is i feel like is a little bit of human nature right someone's a little down you want to be there for them and everything but um 
with Sonia, I mean, it was just so obvious the the disconnect between Ramona not supporting Leah and whatever. And then mm-hmm. she gets to Sonia's Century 21 thing and she's like, you're the most amazing thing to yeah. be born. <laughs> like my star. And I was like, what is going on? She's so great to Sonia. And, mm-hmm. and I was trying to explain it to myself. Like, and I was just like, she's not jealous of her at all. Like, That's she's not right. She's not in competition with her at all. That's right. But what is happening with Sonia Luann this season? Because I'm a little concerned. Yeah. You know, listen, I think that it will reveal itself as we get further into the season. And, you know, it's just not the drinking. It's something that she's doing on the side that the combination just throws her off after the first couple of drinks. So, yeah, it's I'm no doctor, so (laughs) I don't know, but. This season has been, you know, uh, she's been binging a lot this season. She's been binging a lot. Again, like, it's weird, I think, for the viewer to feel like you're the only one that had, like, an issue. Yeah, right. And you were in rehab and and dealt (laughs) with what you dealt with. That's right. And the other women seem to have alcohol affect them much, much, much worse Because, like, everyone has, like, a spectrum of drinking. It's like, oh, you can drink a glass and be flirty. Two, be a little heady. Three, be a little whatever. But, like, the spectrum that that these women have, if I get to the point of, like, slurring my words, then I'm like, I don't feel well. Then I have to go to sleep and and throw up. You know, I can't be slurring my words. And, And also, you guys wake up the next morning like, who wants breakfast? (laughs) <laughs> and to do yoga outside, like how, how do you manage that? Well, you know, years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> Legit years of experience. Mm-hmm. So back to the, to the Berkshires with uh, uh, Dorinda getting so mad at you. It started because of Sonia, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Again, the money yeah. with the cabaret. She had no skin in the game. She should have just kept her mouth shut. And she was so, Luann, she was so mean to you when you were at the door and she was basically, Mm -hmm. I mean, you decided to leave, which I would do the same thing. I would remove myself from the situation. But the next day, she's like, I love you. And you accepted it. And I I was shook by it. (laughs) I know. I was, you know, I know that she wasn't in the right frame of mind. So when people are like that, it's like, I forgive, but I don't forget. So Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can see that all that anger and all that stuff you're still holding on to and there's the resentment and there's, you know, some baggage and I know that it's there. So for me, it's like, okay, thank you for that. Now I, now I know. But if you sit down and talk about it. Oh, you'll see, I do. Oh, okay. Coming up, sorry. I can't I would, give it yeah, no, because I'm just wondering like, and you bring up Giovanni and you're like, this really hurt you. Mm. Sorry, I didn't thank you. Mm. Can we move on? Like, yes. it's, it's that was so last year. That was so last year. And and to me, and I'm sure to you too, you know, it's probably deeper than that. And and again, obviously, it has to do with her and not with you. But then again, it shows so much about you that like, how do you say that to yourself and accept it and and say, okay, you know, I'm letting this person take out shit on me. This person take out shit on me. All of this doesn't have to do with me, but I'll just, I'll forgive them. Like, how do you feel in your heart about it? Like, I'm sure you with time. And I think you can tell like your friendships are kind of changing because they're being chipped away at 
kind of mm-hmm. slowly. Right. Right. Well, you know, again, we've, you know, been friends for a long time. We, we work together right. also, right. you know, <laughs> so let's right. not forget that. Right. And it's like, it's like a family matter. It's like, you know, even though you're fighting over something, you still get to the, you know, Thanksgiving table and, yeah, you know, and I choose to, you know, kind of rise above, go high and I don't have to go low. So. So A, you're a professional. <laughs> No, because that's like what I mean, it kind of is like technically we I mean, we all know it. It's a show. It's filmed. It's reality. But you do work together and and, sure. and you want to feel good about it. So Leah, and you want to have resolution. I mean, it wouldn't be uh, interesting to watch. I think if, you know, if the fighting were to continue and there wasn't some sort of resolution and I don't like to have unresolved issues. So yeah. I'm all I'm all for resolution. Yeah, me too. I hate having like grudges and it doesn't doesn't feel good. I hate hurt feelings and grudges. And so I'm just like, you know what? I, you know, it was, let's chalk it up as a, and I think uh, Dorinda says that it's a rosé fueled party. And, you know, and I think that had a lot to do with it. So when you were going through after the drinking thing and then at the beginning of the season, what the women really did support you, kind of like everyone unanimously was drinking again. (laughs) Yes, of course. Like that was, it was so, like I said, it was like a consensus. Like no one, I feel like was even, even in in confessionals being like, oh, she's back. Everyone was like, yeah, have her drink, have her drink. Everyone really supported that. Well, I think that, you know, they want their friend back and their drinking buddy back. So I think that that was part of it. And I think that if you ask any of them, they would say, you know, you don't have an issue with drinking. So I don't know why you're, you know, you had a bad night at a hotel and you got into trouble. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And yeah. part of me believes that the other part of me has some issues with drinking. So, you know, I just try to balance it. And I feel like now I've, I've kind of gotten back into the driver's seat and I'm in control of it and, and I'm disciplined. So you said you haven't been drinking in, in quarantine or... Yeah. No, I haven't really? feel so much better that I haven't because I know a lot of people are on a continuous hangover. Yeah. So it's basically a, your decision, you know, whenever you decide to drink or not to drink and, and the fact that you feel in control of it, it probably feels really good because yeah, and I, just feel, I just feel a lot better, you know, you feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah because healthy. you are very active and everything like that. So, yeah, you know, I've I've always been able to maintain you know, listen, I was on a cabaret tour for two years getting on stages every other night. So, you know, and I never drank before my shows and it was not my, you know, thing. I was highly functioning, let's put it that way. And, and often in control. And then I had my, my moments where I was not. So that, those are the things that I wanted to address. And, you know, I didn't have to go to rehab. I went because I wanted to for myself to, you know, to- Oh, you didn't, it wasn't court mandated, the rehab. Oh, it was not. Mm-mm. Oh, you wanted to. Yeah. Good for you. And you know, it was the best thing I've ever done for myself. I learned really about myself in therapy and whatever. It was great. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. People look at it like it's a punishment. I mean, for me, it was a vacation for myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they have a lot of like, it's also like therapy. And oh, it's it's, like- I mean, you know, it's my, your whole day is scheduled. And, you know, when, when I went, you know, drinking was on my schedule and this was, um, this was great because you have physical therapy, you have therapy, you have gym, you have, you know, uh, meetings together and people really talk about their truth. It was really eye-opening and probably, like I said, one of the best things I could have done for myself. I mean, I could have easily gone 
to the Tattinger wedding in Chile, which was I was slated to do, but I just didn't want to go because I didn't feel I feel like I felt like I needed to reset myself and I was my head was not in a great place and and so it was for me the best thing I've ever done. What did you think about Ramona's 60 it was it 63rd birthday party? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't even realize. <laughs> Like uh, they numbered all the women, you know, friend number one, friend number two. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, how does she have that many friends? Is it for real? She has 65 friends. Oh, yeah. Ramona. I mean, she has a ton of girlfriends. And, you know, why not celebrate with your girlfriends? I mean, if she wants a party for her birthday, let her have a party. I don't know. I feel like. Why didn't she invite guys? Like, wouldn't it be more fun if there were also dudes? Before she needs to invite some guys. Otherwise, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, because you got you girls are so much together and you go out and then, you know, we see you in Mexico and you're you're you together. I feel like you need some, uh, you know, stimulation. Some activity. <laughs> yeah, you need some other people. What was your take on because you were involved in it. I mean, Leah started grinding on you kind of, yeah. right? That's how it starts. Giving you a lap dance. Yeah. And then basically. it becomes kind of like a train and it was really cute for a second. And then Ramona freaks out and is like, Leah, no. And then she calls producers and it was just like zero to a hundred. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to Sonia stomping on, on glass, which mm-hmm. like I know. crazy, but were you thrown off in the moment? Were you like, what's going on? Why is she getting so upset? Especially because... I didn't even see Ramona doing that. I was too busy getting a lap dance. I had <laughs> no idea that she was trying to shut down the show on the other side of the party. <laughs> no, not a clue. I was clueless. I was just I was just enjoying Leah and having a good time. And yeah. I, she overreacted Ramona to Leah once again. And, and like I said, and there Sonia is breaking up the joint and she doesn't say boo to her. First of all, is no one superstitious? Breaking mirrors is like seven years of like, I don't know, bad luck or bad sex. I forget. There's like, (laughs) it's not a good thing to be. Not a good omen. Not a good omen to be stomping on glass. Right. So again, your take on on Ramona having it so out for, for Leah is really that you think she has this like protective motherly like. Thing? Well, like the- I think it's, you know, it's the protective mother seeing her daughter misbehave in her eyes. And then having Sonia, this conversation blew my head off in Mexico, talking to Ramona about it and Sonia being like, yep, you know, should have behaved. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I wish they showed a flashback of her stomping the table once again. Would have been yeah, they should have done that. It was it was a really big editing miss, missed opportunity, but I think so. I was, and not even that. They could have shown a montage of, of a other montage. stuff. Uh, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, she is, Ramona is really, really, really hard on Leah. But I think what's what's nice about Leah is that she stands up to her and, and tells her off. Yeah, no. Tell, calling her psychotic. Psychotic. She and, psychotic! <laughs> <laughs> Leah stands up to her, but in the same respect, like, Kind of, you could tell that she respects her and has been not doing that and not calling her out this whole time because she's like, oh, like, I'll respect. She, I feel like Leah came in very respectful mm-hmm. of all of you. Genuinely, I got to talk to her on the podcast, too. She was like, I, I came to make friends. Like, I didn't come to to be, like, in shit with anyone. Like, right. Why would I want to do that? Right. And Ramona exactly. just kind of won't stop. Right, exactly. 
So, Luann, aside from being fabulous in the the Hamptons right now, you have a new skincare collab. Yes. Which I feel very lucky to have received. I use the souffle. Oh, I love the souffle cream, right? Doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's just like it sounds. It smells good. It's light. It's penetrates. I, I love that cream. So yeah, I, I, I partnered with Sonage, which is a French company and it's been around 25 years in spas and used by anestheticians. And Sonage means in French, she looks good for her age. Elle est bien pour Sonage is what you say in French. And so I love the brand. I've been using it for years and I decided to put together a collection of my favorite products from them and put them into a Lose Survival Kit. So right. takes you from day to night. Love the products. They're botanical, cruelty-free, made right in Los Angeles. Right. So couldn't be happier to bring this to my fans because everybody's always asking me about my skincare regime. So so voila, I, I partnered with Sonage and, and I'm so glad you're enjoying the products. Oh my God. No, you guys, the products are amazing. Like you said, they're botanical. They're clean, right? Yes, they're like, clean. which I didn't have to even worry about pregnant and everything is amazing inside. Like I said, I'm using the souffle on my face every day. I love the smell of it. Oh, awesome. You know, what's great are the glow to go peel pads. Yes. Which take away like you know, any excess makeup and dead skin cells. I mean, that really are, are fab. And, and I love it because it's like everything is easily uh, described, like use this in the morning and this. Right. The, there's no confusion as to what product to use when. No, and it's an amazing collab, especially because like you said, the name of the freaking company means, <laughs> and that's you. Like I said, you look <laughs> amazing and we all want to use what you're using. So yeah. thanks. you me. guys check out Lou's Survival Kit with Sonage Skincare. It's great. I really highly recommend it. You know, I got my cabaret tour coming up in 2021. So they can check out my tour dates at countessluann.com and they'll see the skincare there. And I've got a new song coming out with Desmond Child at the end of August. Viva la diva. Viva la diva. Viva la diva, which is, you know, I love this song. Desmond is like a major Grammy winning producer. And I met him um, like six months ago and we decided to collaborate on some music together. And when we talked, when we talked about a song, he's like, Viva la Diva. I'm like, oh, I love it because I mean, it just describes the last couple of years for me have been hell and, and I've gotten through to the other side. And, and the song's really about that inner diva in all of us. And we all have it, just getting to it. Yeah. And being strong and, and being powerful and being able to bounce back and, and I, you know, I think I've been able to do that. And, and I think the song really kind of reflects what's going on in my life. Like Money Can't Buy You Class and Chic Say La Vie and Feeling Giovanni and The Girl Code. You know, there's yeah. my journey that's involved in the music. And so I'm really excited about this song um, and being able to work with somebody like Desmond who wrote Living the Vida Loca and Living on a Prayer He's amazing. Oh, he likes living. He likes yeah. to, to live it. <laughs> That's so exciting, Luann. And it's so exciting that, you know, you're proving to everyone that you are a strong woman, that you are doing what you love to do. Like, did you ever think you would have a freaking like second career in singing and, and, and cabaret? No, I mean, listen, I've always wanted to do this kind of a show. And this I started working on before this whole Palm Beach thing happened to me. So so it, it's really a lifelong dream I've had to to do something like that. And, you know, I'm so grateful for everyone who 
you know, has come to the show, who are fans who've been so supportive of me and so watch, watch me go through what I've gone through and then rise to the cabaret stage. So I love all of my fans who come to the show and I'm, I can't wait to go back on the road with Mary F. Kill. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. And manifest, you guys, because look, manifest. anything can happen. And right. I can't wait for your cabaret to come back. So now skincare, your survival kit is amazing. Everyone check it out. Follow Luann on Instagram, Twitter. Where are you on TikTok? Are you are you doing any any TikToks? <laughs> well, I have to get on TikTok. I haven't really done any TikTok. I'm I'm doing one. I'm I'm working on it. Figure it out. Figure it out. I can't wait for you to see the rest of the season in our trip in Mexico. It's awesome. Oh and wish me luck either. at the reunion. I wish you luck, Luann. <laughs> I wish you luck. And I can't wait to keep watching. Thank you so much again for coming on, Luann. Thanks, Amanda. Good to see you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual hug and kiss and smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.